Hello, how are you doing? And you're welcome to this week's um, nutritious, the nutritious uh, podcast. How are you this week? Hi, Aiden. I'm good, thanks. Um, how are you doing? You're, you did very well with the walking. I, I saw the, the hundred miles in a month. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. I completed that. That's the autism assistance dogs Ireland, and uh, next mm. month I'm doing the Bernardos uh, 30, 30, 30 miles in a month in uh, April for Bernardos. So keep keeping keep up anyway. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I, I, must, I must give you a contribution, but um. Our, we're going to talk about hay fever today and uh, um, just supporting the immune system. But um, but you don't suffer from hay fever yourself, do you? I don't now personally, but uh, it, it's actually quite a common condition uh, in Ireland. There's uh, you know, especially in the summer when the when the pollen levels are high, and of course, yeah, yeah. kind of uh, another condition. Well, it's it's slightly slightly different. You know, migraines as well are. are uh, kind of very debilitating as well but hay fever is uh mm-hmm. hay fever is the main one at summer during the summer or kind of from this to i suppose this time onwards i suppose yeah once the weather starts to get warmer it kind of hits people around april and um, early spring when you know graft pollens are at their peak and um quite a lot of people suffer from hay fever and um it affects about between 10 and 30 percent of the population so um it, it, it is quite a, a an uncomfortable condition but there's lots of things you can do to ease the symptoms and indeed support your immune system which we're all very keen to do at the moment um uh, and ongoing um but um yeah uh, the, the one thing that is a bit of a concern about hay fever is that it's a sign that your immune system is struggling a bit so it isn't something that you want to just struggle on with and suffer in silence um you do want to do something about it and you know the symptoms you got the sneezing you've got the itchy eyes you've got the coughing the sinus pressure sore throat feeling run down so th- th- there are similar symptoms there to to covid but um most people get hay fever they get it every year so just um, but there's lots of things you can do. So we'll have a we'll have a chat about them, Aiden. That's right. Yeah, but there, there's also kind of another link. If you if uh, it can be, I suppose, exacerbated if you're mm-hmm. uh, someone like myself that has asthma. Now I don't normally suffer from hay fever, but if you suffer from it, hay fever and you have asthma, it's it's, it's twice the trouble. But I suppose the double. Um, we we can cover the different. Yeah, we we can cover the different, uh, I suppose, the different types of treatment or things that you can get to help with that. Yeah, we see most people go straight to the GP and they'll get an antihistamine, but there's lots of natural antihistamines that you can take. And you being an asthma sufferer, um, very important for you to be optimizing your vitamin D levels in your um, in your blood. Vitamin D is brilliant to help reduce um, asthma, and indeed, it's a natural, really powerful natural antihistamine. And um, vitamin D should be on everybody's radar at the moment because it's very, um, very good at supporting the immune system and helping protect against complications of COVID. Now, not all vitamin Ds are the same. In Eden, in the magic spoon, we love farming or D pearls. And the reason for that is that um, they have a really high IU. The one that we would recommend is the 75 UG 3000 IU. And... Um, they are in tiny little pearls, the cold pressed olive oil. 
And that's important because vitamin D is fat soluble. So you need to take vitamin D in an oil. And um, yeah, around 3000 IU a day would be recommended um, for the average uh, adult. And um, yeah, vitamin D will help calm down inflammation in the body. It'll help um, calm down the, um, the, the symptoms, the coughing, sneezing, the runny eyes. Um, but it's important to take it consistently. Like same thing about supplements and that, people just don't take them um, consistently. So consistency is the key. And the other thing that um, you being an asthma sufferer, my brother has adult asthma, and he, um, he supplements vitamin D and vitamin C as well. It's brilliant to support the immune system. And um, it's a powerful antiviral. It's a natural antihistamine. And um, if you combine it with selenium, like um, selenium, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, they're all brilliant for your immune system. Um, but yeah, vitamin C, good, the, the vitamin D, Vitamin C, I'll be taking about three grams a day throughout the day to help with um, alleviate hay fever symptoms. And you spread it out basically because vitamin C won't stay in the body for, you know, any length of time. If you take a gram of vitamin C in the AM, it can be gone by lunchtime. So the protocol to help support and prevent um, hay fever symptoms would be to take your 3000 IU deep pearls in the morning, your gram of vitamin C then as well, a gram in, in the afternoon, early afternoon, and a gram in the evening. Um, and uh, you yourself with your asthma, are you um, are you managing that okay at the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't need the, the inhaler as much. It's just more like, you know, if I get flu or symptoms, and unfortunately with, with uh, hay fever, it's not like with a cold or a flu, you can't get a, a vaccine against it if it happens that's just it it's just a matter of going to the gp before it gets too serious or it gets too full on you know because the as i said the longer you leave it to go to the gp or get treatment the you know the the more of a hold it gets on you as well yeah well the other thing that you can do that is a really good um the really good hint to help um protect against hay fever is um source your natural beekeepers in the area if you start taking a teaspoon of raw honey and um, from your local beekeeper now, you are, it's really potent, very powerful, um, anti-inflammatory, anti-viral, antihistamine, and that's going to help inoculate you against um, the local pollen in your area. So it's a really good tip for people. I'd always say to them, get friendly with your local beekeeper or go into your, all your health stores will have good raw honey. Um, just make sure it's from a local supplier and raw honey is a natural microbial and again that's a really clever thing to do and the other thing I would say to people coming into my clinic the magic spoon is um you mix raw honey with some apple cider vinegar like a, a tablespoon or so and you dilute it in warm water and you take that every morning that's a great natural decongestant and it's also going to um fight bacteria fungi and um viruses and it's going to help um, cleanse and heal um, the mucous membranes because with hay fever basically it's where your mucous membranes become inflamed and um, it's, it's known as allergic rhinitis as well and it's very uncomfortable but again instead of going for 
you know, the pharmaceutical drugs, which sometimes are necessary, I would go down the natural route first and foremost. So get your vitamin D into your vitamin C. The other thing you can take would be your omega-3. Um, now, are you a fish eater, Aiden? Yeah, I like, I like to have a bit of fish. I'm not, maybe not as much as I should be eating, but I suppose really it's it's something I can start dressing now, start maybe getting a bit more fish into my yeah. diet but I suppose you see with the time of year now that it is as well uh, mm -hmm. you know people will start will be starting to mow the lawn of course we all know what that can cause you know the smell in the air and all that and the pollen and that and also yeah. like you know once once it gets into the summer then the far farmers mm -hmm. will be doing the hay hence the name hay fever I suppose but the what sorry that's when it'll be at its peak then around that time then, you know, when the okay. farmers start doing the, doing the hay and that. Now is the time to just gather your arsenal of um, hay fever support and that, um, again, you can add in your omega-3s, which um, you obviously get from your oily fish like salmon and mackerel, but, you know, it's amazing how many people say they don't eat an awful lot of fish. I'm glad you do, but um, again, um, omega-3s are really important because they're anti-inflammatory. Um, things like krill oil, um, you know, if you're vegetarian, you can go for the forage oil and the flaxseed. Um, the other thing that's very um, handy, you were saying people like mowing the lawn, get a little bit of Vaseline and just rub it around the nostrils or even a little bit of Vicks because that's going to trap pollen. Um, and that's a, handy tip, that's a handy hint that I would say to people. And the other thing is that um, when you get into the house, um, just take off your shoes. And um, consider having something like a saline plus machine because they are brilliant for cleansing the air, and that would help you with your asthma as well, Aiden. If you're if you're yeah. um, comfortable, you just put them into the bedroom, get them on an hour or two before you go to bed, and they cleanse and purify the air. Or you know, even putting something like a bit of eucalyptus oil into a diffuser will do the same. So there's, there's lots of different things people can do, but um. There's no need to suffer unnecessarily. And um, I would always say to people coming into me in the magic spoon, if you're looking at their diet and if somebody has like a dairy intolerance or a gluten or wheat intolerance, that can make them more predisposed to developing hay fever because their immune systems are already under, um, under par. So I would do a bit of intolerance testing with them. And um, if anybody is prone to getting hay fever, I would be strongly recommending that they cut down on things like dairy if it's mucus forming and meat as well. And, you know, just up your, your, your good fruit and veg and your whole foods and, you know, cut back on the refined and processed foods as well. You know, there is something that um, is called an, an anti-allergy diet. Yeah, that's very good. And like, I suppose really there's different kind of, I suppose pe people are more prone to uh, prone to hay fever than others, and of course there's different severities. Some kind of have worse reactions than others as well, to, as well to it. But I suppose from the the point of view of people that go to you in your clinic, um, you know, mm -hmm. what do you find from the people that go to your clinic? Well, again, I'd be looking at what they're eating, and then I would be giving them some support. Um, you know. 
doing things like um, having some fresh pineapple in the morning is a good idea as well because pineapple contains bromelain and that is a natural antihistamine and anti-inflammatory. Again, getting any of um, you know, the berries, the oranges, um, bell peppers, things like that that have a high antioxidant content, I would be ramping that up in their diet as well. I would be looking at, you know, reducing the dairy, reducing the gluten, because again, they can aggravate um, allergic reactions. So there's a bit of leaky gut going on there, which is normally the case when people have um, a strong allergic reaction this time of year. I would be uh, looking at ways of healing that and be suggesting, you know, um, taking a good probiotic as well, because 80% of our immune systems are in our gut. And again, a lot of people's gut flora is out of whack. So, you know, again, there's lots of good probiotics out there. So it's about finding the one that's going to suit them in particular. And uh, yeah, just cutting back on the sugar, cutting back on the alcohol and the coffee. Um, and, you know, if people are exercising outdoors, go out in the morning um, when the pollen count is low or go out early evening as well when the pollen count is low. And, um, you know, again, you just want to support yourself with your vitamin D, very important, and vitamin C. There's another good um, supplement that is a good combo with that as well, and that would be your quercetin. Um, quercetin is a natural bioflavonoid. And um, again, if you combine that with like your vitamin C and your vitamin D, you're giving yourself extra support um but yeah um we love the farming or deep pearls they do very good omega-3 as well which has a good um epa to dha ratio and it's anti-inflammatory so we would be recommending that and um you know again just drink water because a lot of people are dehydrated and then your body can end up producing more histamine so and that can give you even stronger hay fever symptoms and Irish people were great at drinking the teas, but tea is a, is a diuretic, so it's actually going to dehydrate you. So I'd be saying drink at least eight glasses of water a day, and um, that's going to help detox your body and clear the nasal passages as well. That's it. And I suppose another thing, you know, the way nowadays I think more and more people are kind of into their, into their spicy food, I suppose, like, you know, chicken curries mm -hmm. and vindaloos mm -hmm. and all that so i suppose from mm -hmm. from that point of view um, hay fever sufferers can they continue to take them or would you advise against them or do, uh, does does it actually help uh with, with the hay well, fever to get rid of it really good question because actually some spices are very beneficial the likes of turmeric um the active ingredient is curcumin that is a brilliant anti-inflammatory um, a lot of spices have a high antioxidant content as well. So I wouldn't be getting too worried about having spicy foods. It's just what are the other ingredients in that curry? Is that a curry that you're making yourself out of fresh ingredients? Or is it something you're getting down your local takeaway that, you know, ingredients mightn't be as um, nutritious as you'd want, depending on where the takeaway is, of course. Um, but yeah, it just... Definitely raw foods, your fresh fruit, your fresh vegetables, you know, optimize your nutrition, optimize your gut health. Those are key elements. Cut down on the mucus um, forming foods 
like the dairy and too much meat and basically um, get as much fresh fresh fruit and veg into it as you can. Yeah, that's right. Because I suppose really nowadays there's people, you know, there's a lot of people that are vegetarian and vegan and things. But now nowadays, you know, with the, there, there are a huge amount of options available with regards to spicy food where, you know, you can get your spicy food mm-hmm. kick, but still, you know, there are still a lot of options for vegetarians and vegans nowadays. Because I think, you know, shops and supermarkets are stocking a lot more vegan and vegetarian f- foods or ingredients that they that they can make that people can uh, create their own dishes at home yeah well it's all about having a balanced diet and um you know i i'm not strictly i'm, I'm very much plant-based but i do eat a little bit of animal pr- protein um it's all about what's going to suit your body and again um i would recommend that people buy organic because it's not sprayed in chemicals and it's grown in nutrient dense soil. Um, I would be sourcing protein well from, you know, a good butcher's where everything is traceable or, um, you know, sorry about that, Aiden, are a good, you know, our local farmers markets are good as well. Like there's a brilliant one in Rock Common on a Friday with fantastic fish there as well. So, you know, um, and it, you don't recognize ingredients on the back of a package, don't buy it. You know, there's so many additives and E numbers and emulsifiers and various things that are added into food these days. So, you know, just eat in a, in a conscious um, way and, uh, you know, source your food well. And again, um, you know, as I said there a few minutes ago, hydrating yourself, like I would say to people, if you're crucified with a hay fever, or you, you have it every year, start preparing now. Get the raw honey, get the your farminor deep pearls, your omega-3s, get your vitamin C, um, you know, get your little repertoire uh, of um, supportive supplements there. Start doing things like super smoothies in the morning to get better um, vitamins and minerals into your system to support your immune system. Um, cut down on the teas and coffees and start drinking things like herbal teas, you know, anything like peppermint or your green teas or your ginger or your chamomile. They're brilliant because they work as a natural decongestant and they will help flush out um, the toxins and calm down that the, the hay fever symptoms, the inflammation. And, um, you know, little things like that make a huge difference. And again, it's about just doing it and and being prepared and again hay fever again is very much a sign that your immune system is um is under par so you support your immune system by eating a healthy diet and cutting out the foods that we all know what's good for us and what isn't so um reduce the sugars and um the the alcohols and the um the coffees and just optimize your nutrition come and talk to somebody like me at the magic spoon and that you know that's what i do and you can check out the magic spoon.ie as well there's lots of recipe bundles up there there's lots of information on superfoods there's lots of information on you know where to get stuff as well people are always wondering well where can i get that particular ingredient i give people shopping lists so they know where they can get the ingredients for recipes and um Again, you don't you don't have to struggle with hay fever if you prepare properly. 
That's it, because I suppose really the key to, to eating as well, so so you don't get bored with one particular dish, is maybe have a different dish every week or maybe once or twice a week, you know, like, because I suppose, you know, some people they eat the same kind of things every day and then after a while, then you kind of get sick of that. So maybe something different each day with regards to a dish, I mean, either for lunch or for dinner in mm -hmm. the evenings mm -hmm. or something like that. It's good to kind of, have a variety of dishes mm -hmm. like throughout the week, isn't it? Well, that's what I um that's what I teach people. I give them the recipes, the tools, the shopping lists. As I said, you can go up onto the magicspoon.ie. There are lots of um they're called magic uh seven magic recipes for lunches, wholesome hearty soups, um gluten free, dairy free dinners, healthy snacks for kids. Um, you know, there's lots of different varieties of recipes up there and, you know, nothing that I do takes longer than 20, 30 minutes in the kitchen. So, and a lot of the different dishes can be, you know, if there's leftovers, they can be reinvented the next day into like a nice, healthy, gluten-free wrap. You know, there's lots of recipes for homemade hummus and pestos and, you know, it's, uh, the, 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 the information is there and, um, Again, I'm doing Zooms with the Magic Spoon at the moment. So you can book those on the site as well, magicspoon.ie. And hopefully we're going to be back open at some stage, Aidan. Um, looks like it's going to be the summer. What do you think? I, I think so. It's looking like that because I think people are getting sick of all this, uh, you, you know, the lockdown now. And I think it's it's uh, it's not good for people's side, you know, their 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 mental well-being and things like that. And you know, I think so. I think from from a from kids' point of view as well now, because you know, I've speak I've spoken to a lot of friends now that have kids and they're doing the homeschooling and they're working home from home mm -hmm. themselves. And the majority of the people that I've spoken to that have kids, the people themselves are sick of work from home. That they, they actually miss the office environment or their working environment. You know, interacting with the, the you know, their, yeah. their colleagues, but also from from children's point of view as well. Like, you know, they're at home, they're getting their work packed, their homework packs, and they're doing them at home. But it's not it's not the same as interacting with the kids. And I suppose that no, it it's also for adults, mm -hmm. but also for kids as well. Uh, you know, those uh, those uh, mm -hmm. recipes that you were after saying there, they're they're all they're they're all good for kids as well, not just adults, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, if when it comes to kids, I don't put in, you know, the the strong spices, or I I keep things simple, um, don't overcomplicate things, and uh, you know, our two will will eat like ninety percent of what I put in front of them, um, uh, but uh, you know, it's all about trial and error as well, and you know, kids, their taste buds need to be stimulated, but um, yeah, it's it, as you were saying there about homeschooling and all of that, like our our two are back at crash and um, school there in the last week or so um, for the couple of days and it's it's just the headspace is incredible and um, you know that's really important that you know for kids as well to see their friends at school and to have that um, and for parents as well working from home very hard to do when you've little people who are you know constantly hungry yeah, <laughs> or demanding or you know all of that but the most important thing really is to, um, you know, cut down on things like comfort eating, get out for the walks, like what you're doing, really important for your mental health. Um, you know, doing the exercise as well, because that's going to boost endorphin release. And, um, 
and you know sitting in front of screens all the time is not healthy either and there's a lot of um there's, there's going to be a huge um deluge of various different from like from your point of view and um, physical ailments and you know from from my point of view nutritional issues that people will have had and um you know in people's mental health it's very important to eat healthily as well to support your um your mood and uh, again back to vitamin d vitamin d is extremely good at alleviating mild to moderate depression so i would be recommending everybody not just the immune system but for mood as well to be taking the vitamin d and, and just make sure it's in oil and again that, that's why we like the d pearls because they are in the oil and um you know, again, just um, definitely supplement wisely, but get the good nutrition into you. And if you don't know how to do it, come and see me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And you see, as well as that, like you, you just touched on it there with regards to, uh, you know, getting out and about. And I suppose that that's the thing with kids mm -hmm. as well. Uh, you know, on a normal year or whatever, you know, the um, I suppose the season starts for kids and adults around this time of year, or at least the pre-season training would have happened. But, you know, I mean, I suppose really since September last year, right up until there's been no, there's been no sports locally, you know, for kids or, or adults to do it. And uh, so, so, I mean, for the walking, yeah. but, but it's not the same, right? When, when you're used to playing sport, you're used to training with the lads or the girls or whatever, uh, with your, depending on whether you're yeah. or a man or a woman mm -hmm. or whatever, or an adult or a child. And, um, you know, mm -hmm. you're used to doing the pre-season training and then also collective training and also playing matches. And there is none, none of that. So, I mean, unless you're the type that's, uh, that, that's, that likes getting out about, and I know like walking is great, but, from my, from my point of view now, being involved with Balnagar Manor and of course two or two or three of my friends, you know, we're just just really mm -hmm. missing the whole thing of being involved with the club. You know, there's there's been we've had no match since September, and that kind of thing you look forward to it every week, and things like that. And yeah. uh, you know, it kind of affects you because you've nothing. It's kind of really nothing to look forward to. You don't know when it's going to be back, and that's kind of for all sports at local level, isn't it? Yeah, well, again, you know, you have to just um, compartmentalize things yeah. and go, well, this isn't great, but, you know, I, my family and myself are well, and, um, you know, um, this is the time for maybe a bit of inner reflection as well, you know, get some good books, do a bit of meditation, do some mindfulness, call up some friends you haven't spoken to in a while, um, you know, plan something for when the lockdown is going to lift, yeah. do something to look forward to. That's a really good strategy for people, I find. And, um, you know, power of now, um, no point thinking about the future because the future hasn't happened yet yeah. and the past is gone. So very much just if you're starting to get anxious about, you know, various elements that you might be missing or, you know, worrying about things, just bring it back to the moment and just focus on where you are. And that's why I love um, cooking and preparing food because I find it so therapeutic and the amount of people my clients that have said to me you know it's so nice actually just preparing food with my other half with the kids and having that downtime because we won't get this time back again in a way I mean there are lots of negatives to the lockdown but there are some positives as well so um, and it's not going to last forever you know this can't go on 
for years and years, Aiden. That's it's, it. It's going to be. And I have to say, know, from, to um, from my point of view as well, like the walking has really helped me, I suppose, mentally. Like you're, I'm kind of a, a more relaxed person. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, it's down to, you know, I, I, yeah. I can walk further distances. So before I started doing the walks, the 100 miles in a, mm-hmm. in a month thing, you know, I'd be only going like mm-hmm. a mile or two. And now, you know, a minimum yeah. would be five miles. So, you know, I, I just find, you know, it's a great way of kind of, I suppose, getting things off your chest or kind of clearing the mind, I suppose, um, you know. Yeah, and, you and know, your, fit, your fitness levels as well. Yeah. You, you must be, you must be super fit now as well if you're doing like, the, are you doing five miles a day? Well, that, that'd be kind of a minimum, yeah. So it's, it's uh, because I suppose really it's the different distances. You know, I started off doing kind of the 100 miles in a month. So like some days I do mm-hmm. five, other days I do eight, seven, you know. So, but I had to get like, you know, and doing you stick- one. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Are you sticking to the same routine or do you yeah. mix it up a bit? Or are you walk- you're walking with other people or are you yeah. walking on your own? Or yeah, how- myself how you and I, I may go for a walk, you, you know, like, um, but we do it like Monday, Tuesday, take a break Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then off Saturday and Sunday. Now at the weekend, I might go for a walk on a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, but it's just great to yeah. clear the head and help kind of go through things in my head or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you feel a lot better after it. But we say when I was training yeah, in January, thing, it was like walk today, off tomorrow, mm-hmm. walk the day after, you know. So it was every second day. But okay. when the thing actually happened, mm-hmm. you know, you have to get up the mile. Mm-hmm. So doing it every second day doesn't count. So, and that that's kind of where. It was good to push me, you know, and there was one route we did one day and, um, you know, I, I was taking several breaks throughout, throughout, you know, for the first time. And then the next day I did it, I did mm-hmm. it half the time. So because I was used to it and I suppose by, by the time mm-hmm. we did, we did it the second time, I was a bit more fit. I was a bit fitter, like you said. So, you know, it's, it's a, a high, but you know, you're, you're you're, you're doing yourself a great service there because you're getting out in the fresh air, you're um, exercising your body, you're doing it with a friend as well. And, you know, the weather is going to start improving soon as well so people can get outside. And again, back to the hay fever, really important to stock up on those supplements now and the little tricks like the Vaseline and Saline Plus machines and even um, uh, my, my other half suffer, suffers from sinuses or we, we did the sorted out now but um the salt the salt pipes are good as well and they might be great for you if, if you're if you have any issues with the asthma but it sounds like you have it yeah. you have it sorted but um definitely just stocking up on a couple of clever things now and um that's going to save people a lot of discomfort later so yeah so i'd say from like april may onwards we might be back into that good weather and you know, there'll be even more people out walking and getting exercise and um, hopefully, like, you know, things will resume normality by the summertime, please God. Um, we can't but hope. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, listen, thanks very much for uh, doing the uh, covering hay fever this week and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Pleasure. No problem. Thanks very much. Lovely. Listen, enjoy your walk today, Aidan, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, Bye. Thanks very much there, Helen. And that was Helen from The Magic Spoon.